Welcome, ladies and gents, to another episode of the Sports Online Podcast, where we talk about football to fishing and everything in between. Today, we have a very exciting episode for all of you guys, but I have a question for my two fellow co-hosts sitting in a chair right now, and I want to see if they can guess the answer. What's up? Are you ready? Absolutely. Positive. Correct. Like always? Okay. What is a toe's favorite sport? What is um, football? Hmm. Yeah, yes! that, was, that was gonna be football! my guess. Dang it. What do you think? On a scale of one to ten, how good is that joke? Doesn't matter. It is amazing. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of football, what are we talking about today? What? What are we talking about? Football. Yeah, but what kind of football? Football. What kind? Well, I said with the the accents. Does that in, doesn't that infer football? No, no, no. Are we talking about club? Are we talking about Sunday league? What? Oh, we talking gotcha, about? gotcha. Uh. I w- it's club, and I never knew that. So you can cover Sunday League too. Well, I mean, you could technically, but Sunday League is just another name for rec kickabout football. Why don't we call it Sunday League? Because normally we just play it whenever it's not on Sundays. It's uh, called Sunday League in the UK, which is where it, the Ravager got its name. Do they only pl- so? I I mean, I know Sunday League, but is it? Do they do they, do they only play on Sunday then? Well. Not necessarily. That's just where the name got they gotcha. got the name from. Okay. Well, today, fellas and fellow listeners, we are going to be talking about the UEFA Champions League, and I'm pretty, in my opinion, and I think it. I, well, actually, I think it is, but it is the biggest, besides the World Cup, it is the biggest club football tournament in the world. You don't have to say football. I think we just call it soccer. Though. Sorry. Soccer tournament. If we say football this episode, we mean soccer. Yes. It is the biggest soccer tournament in the world. Other than the World Cup. Other than the World Cup. Yep. And uh, Isaac, do you mind reading out the scores of today? I don't know what l- uh, round we're in, but there were some games that we had today and we were going to go and up. I think we'll update you guys on it. Round of 16, which is pretty much like the sweet 16 if yep. you're going off of March Madness terms. Okay. Ooh. So we have Eintracht Frankfurt and Napoli, who, honestly, I want to get to back to Napoli just because of their Serie A domination. We have Liverpool and Real Madrid, who uh, we saw another throw from Liverpool with the 2 0 to 5 2 defeat. Manchester City and Leipzig have yet to play. FC Porto and Inter Milan have yet to play. AC Milan and Tottenham played. I believe Milan is 1-0 on aggregate. Bayern Munich beat PSG in spectacular fashion. 1-0. Benfica played Club Club Bruges, winning 2-0. And then Chelsea lost to Dortmund 0-1, which is also kind of surprising considering the Three hundred and eighty million dollars they've invested in this transfer window. Yeah. Though, so, uh, I sorry for interrupting, but uh, Kareem Adeyem Adeyemi. Kareem Adeyemi. Yeah, he is apparently a big rising star. He's, yeah, he was Mozart. quiet for a long time because he came from Leipzig, correct? Yeah, I think so. It was either Leipzig or Salzburg, but uh, he was a young star who was really quiet, and all of a sudden he's exploded. It was probably probably because when Holland was there, he was kind of taking all the, the spotlight. And as soon as he left, he probably came back in. Holland played for Leipzig. He played for Dortmund. But I thought we just said he that. did play for Leipzig actually. Yeah, he before he went to Dortmund, he played at Leipzig. Hmm. Was he yeah. in their youth? 
Uh, no, no, no. He he started with Leipzig. Really? He was on was it Ajax too? He had a very interesting club history. But yeah. yeah. So this Champions League fixture ha- or these Champions League fixtures have been very very interesting. Awesome. But I want to go back to the Napoli Eintracht Frankfurt. So I believe Karavac Skelia scored. I'm not 100% certain. It no, it was Ossiman and Di Lorenzo. So Ossiman has also been fantastic for Napoli as of recent, especially in the Serie A. They're really close to winning the Scudetto, for those who may not know what that is. The Serie A is the Italian league similar to the NFL or the MLS and the Scudetto is goes to the team who's in first place. The way they decide first place is by a point system. So you get three points for first place, one point for a draw, and zero points for a loss. There are things such as goal differential, which is basically goals for versus goals against. You have a high goal differential if you've scored more than you've conceded and vice versa. The Scudetto is currently going to Nobly, which is insane considering they have a 13-point lead, which basically means, I believe it's 13. 15, it's, it's Is it 15? Okay. So, uh, Napoli has 62 points, uh-huh. and uh, Inter has 47. Okay, so 15 points. So, that basically means that if Napoli plays zero games, their opponents have to win six in a row just to past them, which is very difficult because that also insinuates Napoli loses six in a row, which is not going to happen. So Napoli is basically locked in the Scudetto, but they're also showing dominance in the Champions League. So we could potentially see a Napoli double, not not quite the treble that Manchester United pulled off, but we could see a not only Scudetto, but also a Champions League because the trouble with Manchester United, that was the FA Cup, the Champions League. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the and, and the, oh, you said Champions League. Yeah, yeah, so it was Champions League, FA Cup, League, and there was one more. That's it. Oh, I was it just the three? It was three. Okay. Um, Erling Holland played for Salzburg. Salzburg, okay, that was my second and, guess. And uh, Napoli has the two youngsters. Kovacka, um, uh, what is it? Oziman and Victor Oziman. Kovarskilia. Kavatskilia. Yeah. Uh, what's his first they name? They combined for 28 goals. Yeah, no. Uh, He's he's a bit crazy. Uh, Kav- Kavacha, I think is how you say his name. Kavatska? Kavatskilia. Yeah, okay. he plays for Georgia. It was. Uh, yeah, so he's. Yep. Georgia. And then Ozyman is. He's Nigerian. Yes. Yeah, no. Uh, And then they also have Chuki Lozano. They have. uh. Well, it's Herving, but his nickname in Mexico is Chucky. Um, they have Zelensky, Anguisa, De Lorenzo, um, uh, Kim, Kim, something, something, something. I, and I forget. And it's crazy because Frankfurt has a pretty decent back back line. They do. It's it's actually pretty strong with Indica and Trap. Uh, they've got Buta in the midfield, but the big, like the killer there was Kolomuani with the red card. For those of you that may not know, a red card is either a combination of two yellow cards, which is effectively two warnings, or a foul so severe that the warning is not warranted and they give it straight and you're just off the pitch. But yeah, Kolomuani, their young superstar striker, who I could have sworn was at Munchungladbach, 
but I can't remember. I don't. It's not Kolomowani. I'm trying to think of who. Oh, Tarama. I'm thinking of Tarama. You know that Mario Gotzes at. I do. Is that Frankfurt? Yeah. No, it's crazy. Uh, he's been passed around the Bundesliga, the German league, for quite a while, and he's he's held up. To be fair, I what I do want us to do is I want us uh, after we talk about stats, I want us to get into. Uh, I think it'd be fun to do predictions on uh, the first legs. Uh, there's one, there's two big ones I haven't started yet, and then we could do second legs too. Um, yeah. Um, I want to review Real Madrid and Liverpool. And then uh, the other two are Inter Milan and FC Porto, and then RB Leipzig and Man City. Okay, so uh, for now I want to look at the Liverpool-Real Madrid. So the lineups consisted of... hmm, Google's not giving me much. Let me go to FuckMob. I can tell you. Give me one second. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Liverpool and Real Madrid was a very interesting... There we go. Okay, so Liverpool fighting for Champions League football again, despite being very strong under Jurgen Klopp. They've just started to collapse because it it's seven seasons, correct? The seven-season seven Klopp curse? 2014? No. I'm pretty certain it's the seven-season curse. I think seven, yeah. Yeah, because he was at... And who did they lose to in the finals? Uh, uh, Real. Yeah. It was Real. Yep. I knew it. Yeah, so Real Madrid has a history of just sitting down Liverpool. But from what I can tell, Liverpool went from 2-0 up in 14 minutes, uh-huh. which is insane against Real Madrid, including a Nunez four-minute uh, opener, to conceding two goals in 15 minutes then holding strong, conceding a goal almost immediately outside of halftime. So it's 3-2, and they can still pull it back. Eight minutes later, they concede a goal, and then 12 minutes later, they concede another goal to Benzema, and then they cannot get anything back. So, all in all, terrible game for Liverpool, and also not surprising, but if you compare where they are in terms of their table placements, it's actually not that surprising. It's honestly more surprising that Real Madrid managed to even maintain any sort of trail at all. Because Liverpool is currently in 8th place in the Premier League or the English Professional League and struggling to beat teams like Brighton of Albion and Fulham, who are notoriously terrible. So, imagine... this year. Not Al... Not... Albion, uh, Brighton's pretty good this year. Yeah, surprising without Graham Potter. But yeah, so for those of you who may not know, Liverpool is effectively the Rams after winning the Super Bowl. Yes. So they uh, went that's from a pr- that's a very basically, good yeah, they basically went from being top of the world that they were like the Bengals in that matchup, and then they became the Rams the following yep. year. Uh, for those of you who may not follow NFL, basically they were amazing and then terrible the next year. Yep. Real Madrid, not quite. They've they're done really consistent. Yeah, they take a lot of hits, but um, they're either consistently good for a period or, or cons- consistently they're bad. consistently bad for sure. Though, can you put the blame on the score of the game on the back line for Liverpool? Because you have Robertson, Van Dyke, Joe Gomez, Trent, Alexander Arnold, and Allison in Joe, the back. Joe Gomez has been kind of eh this year. Yeah, but he still had to fill some pretty big shoes. Uh, yeah. considering he's surrounded by a 
Trent Alexander-Arnold that is very rapidly turning into Deli Alley. You have a Van Dyke who seems to be washed up or just doesn't want to be at Liverpool anymore. Matip? Is he still there? Yes. He is, but it's Joel Matip. Uh, and then you have Andy Robertson, who is consistently the best defender by far, just purely off I of agree. assists and playmaking ability yep. alone. And he should probably get out of there as quick as he can. But then you have Real Madrid, who are currently trailing to Barcelona a lot, despite the fact that Barcelona are in the Europa League, which is a tournament we will have to cover in a different episode. Well, oh, do you, know where the, do you know where the game was played? In the Bernabeu. So it was played at it Real Madrid Stadium. It was, stadium. Played in, it was played in Anfield. Was it? Yeah. Uh, what game? This, this game. Uh, Real and Real Madrid was played in Anfield. Oh, this definitely says the Santiago Bernabeu. It says for me game information. It was at Anfield. It was at Anfield. Oh wow! So they're playing in the. Bar- oh, that's not gonna be fun. Okay, but also they have Jordan Henderson and Fabian. Well, Jordan Henderson, I think. Hendo is one of the most consistent for sure. In th- in that position. Yeah. And then you also look at, though I do have to say that with Real Madrid they have so much young talent. It's crazy. Out of everybody wants to be at Real Madrid, so their youth academy is fantastic. Well, you look at like. Uh, Valverde is there, Rodrigo, Vinicius, and Camavinga. Isn't it Camavinga? Eduardo Camavinga, correct. And that alone is Valverde. P- pretty all-star. He I said Valverde. Yeah. Said. yeah. Oh. Uh, but my thing is Camavinga has been kind of lackluster, but his trophy cabinet is ridiculous. I've s- I saw a post about that, that he's he's like one tournament away of winning every major trophy for oh. being at Real Madrid. How old is he? 19 or 20. I'm going to check. Because I know he's won the Champions League with Real, obviously. The La Liga, he's won. Yep. The Copa del Rey, yep. he's won. And the Super League. Whatever. Super League, he's or won. Or the, I forgot what yeah, it's Yeah, the UEFA Super League. Have they won the Club World Cup? No, yes. They didn't win that. Are they not? Oh, no. That's what he has to win this year. And yeah. then he'll pretty much win every trophy. Yeah. So he is 20. Yes. He's 20 years old. Jeez. You know, uh, Danny Carvajal is 31 years old. Hmm. I thought he was older. Tony Cruz is Luka Modric is still on there, and he's 37. Well, that, I mean, they're class. I mean, they can they can play for a while. Yeah, they're they're holding midfield. Even after losing Casemiro, they're still doing really well, which is quite surprising. They have three 18 year olds on their team. Yeah, just their quality. And just everyone wanting to be there. And then you look at Liverpool. When you look at their squad, squads are weak. They have the youngest player they have. I mean, it, they have nineteen. They have James Milner is still on their team. He's what thirty eight, thirty seven. Oh, he's a rookie. And then they also have Mo Salah's thirty years old. Thirty years old. Yeah. Whoa. He played at Chelsea for a little bit, actually. Yes. He also played for the Italian team. He Roma. played for. Did he not play for Roma? So yep, Roma. But he played for another Italian team before that. I will find out who that is right now. But yeah, Van Dyke is thirty-one years old. He played for Southampton. Yeah, and he played for. It wasn't Ajax. It was. Um, I forgot, but they're like they're like, the um. What are they called? Oh, he played for um for Fiorentina, Fiorentina. Notoriously similar to Southampton in that they just let all their talent go and it becomes very infinitely very better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Van Dyke played for he played for Celtic. 
for three years. Oh, it was a it was the Netherlands version of Celtic. And he played for um, Gron Groningen. Sorry for butchering that. For a couple for three seasons, he's been all over the place. Who Salah? Uh, Van Dyke. Van Dyke. Yeah, Van Dyke has been everywhere. He's been pretty dominant wherever he's he's gone. I think he won the um the Eredivisie at um the um the Netherlands team that he played for. Is that the cup for them? It's the league, yeah. Gotcha. Okay, well, now that we are done with stats, let's get into predictions. So, there are two games that we have that have not been played yet. Um, and I want to start with the first one before we get to the big one. Uh, and that's my opinion. So, Inter Milan and FC Porto. Who do you have winning, Porter? Uh, I want score and who you think is going to win. And I'm going to start with you. Um, who do I think is going to win? Yes. Purely off of form, I was going to say Porto. But really? Yeah, purely, I'm just going purely off form for now. But to be fair, Porto, their league isn't as strong as... Um, Porto's league isn't as strong as uh, Inter's, Inter Milan's. They play um, a lot more competition. They play teams like the likes of... Um, Napoli. Napoli, Roma, Milan, Lazio, um, Atalanta, Juventus. Yeah, but because of Porto's ability... Uh, to really consistently win, and they have yeah. a lot of they have a lot of talent on it. Well, team. my thing is people sleep on the Portuguese league. They yeah. don't realize how tough it actually is because mm-hmm. Portugal produces some of the most amazing I talent agree. in the world. Benfica has had some amazing talent that are now in major clubs, and I think something to remember is that on Inter you have uh Romelu Lukaku came back. And then you also mm. have Latoro Martinez, who had a really good World Cup. Well, kind of. Um, you have Henrik Mkhitaryan. You Mkhitaryan? Have, yep, he's back. Uh, Bastoni's there. Um, and then you also have, like, uh, a Serbi and Dumfries and Fridge. Uh, but on the Porto side, and I'm just going over players that I think stand out. Um, you have, well, Pepe, I guess. For defense wise, you have Jao Mario, who's amazing. Um, who else? You have Sousa, who's I think is really good. Uh, there's two Pepe's. Whoa. Okay. Um, you have Antonio Martinez, who's pretty good. You have Fernando, who's pretty good. So decent talent on both yeah, sides. I definitely think that Inter has the upper hand with some of those players, though. Um, well, when you I look at when I look at it, I don't know a lot about Porto. Um, but like having um, Latoro and R- Lukaku and Dumfries, that's that's pretty good. But I mean Porto too, so I think it'll be a good game. Yeah, it'll be very very contested match. So what's the score going to be for that game? For the first leg. First leg. Where are they playing? They are going to be playing at um, Italy, so they're going to be playing in uh, the Inter Stadium. Okay. Inter is notorious for having a very good, um, very good atmosphere and the crowd is supposed to be very electric for the first leg against Porto at Mo at uh, keep in mind enters um enters place I'll say in 2-0 okay and for enter okay I'm gonna call 2-2 draw Isaac what do you think I need to get a, a 
peek at these potential lineups. I'm Let's going 2-2 two, two draw. I think okay, 3-5-2 to a 4-4-2. Four, four, oh, they do have Tarini. Um Oh man. I I really don't know. You you guys are thinking enter? I'm saying I'm saying 2-2 two, two draw. Really, you think a draw? Yep. Oh, Inter doesn't have Korea, which is mm-hmm. a, a, a blow. But they have Skriniar, Acerbi, and Bastoni. Which and is Dumfries, and Latoro, and Romelu Lukaku. Although it doesn't look like Dumfries is starting. Uh, but Barea, Brozovic, Chalinoglu, Darmian, Martinez, and Lukaku. Man, oh, I've got to go with Inter. Inter, Inter 3-1. Because... Mm-hmm. Uh, Borto still has Taremi, who's the Iranian wizard. He knows what he's doing in almost every facet of his game. He's been there so long. He knows the club inside and out. They have a really good defensive partnership between Wendell, Marcano, Pepe, and Mario. Um, but once again, they've just been there for so long. That's another yeah. thing about Portuguese clubs that people underestimate. Just because they don't bring in a lot of talent and ship most of it out, most of their senior players are world class and have played together for so long that they're hard to pick apart. Yeah. All right. And so then, um, but see, my thing is, Inter has Simeon, no, Simone Inzaghi, who is not the Inzaghi that everybody thinks of because of FIFA, but he's still a really class manager. Is he has not done well with Lukaku, though. Inzaghi, you're talking about the uh, Italian legend. Yeah. He's a. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, because Conte left. Yeah. About that. That's another thing. Antonio Conte leaving was a very interesting adjustment they had to make. But uh, where is he now? Is he even coaching anymore? He's at Tottenham. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. That's right. Um, because the Tottenham manager is now at PSG, right? The old Tottenham manager. No. The you're one before Jose. No, you're thinking of Pochettino. I don't think. Pochettino is kind of—he's not PSG's manager. I don't he, know where he, he is. He left. Forgot who it is. Yeah. Uh, and then it was like Nuno Santos from Wolves, and then it was Jose, and now it's Conte. Gotcha. Jose might be the United States men's national team. I uh, saw him. Uh, I don't well. think he likes. Yeah. I didn't think he Portuguese. Yes. Uh, the coaching. There are a lot of coaches that are not from the country they coach in. Like yeah, our coach, he's from Germany. I wouldn't think Jose would go to the U.S. Berhalter does sound German. I don't know. Jose loves a young squad, and that well, is what we are. What he's true. Yeah, I'm German. pretty certain he's German. The guy we had before Berhalter was not. He was pure-blood American. Okay, so now that we have that one, in my opinion, the big game. First leg, RB Leipzig and Man City. Uh, I'm going to go over the basic players that I think are worth men- – every player is worth mentioning, but – Timo Werner is back from Chelsea. Christopher Nkuku, who I think is a very, very, very solid center forward. Andre Silva, who's been doing really well. But then on the Man City side, you have Erling Holland, uh, and it looks like the main people that have been popping off are Erling, uh, Julian Alvarez, and Ooh. Riyad Mahrez. So who do you got? Porter, start with you. Three-zero Man City. Whoa, I am going to have to disagree with that. Simply because, first and foremost, Orban and Gavardiol have been world-class just in defense. Lamers, solid in the midfield. Timo has done nothing, but you have Sosbozlai. He's Hungarian and cannot, uh, apparently you cannot pronounce his name in English. There's There are syllables there that cause it to be improperly pronounced no matter what you do. 
Forsberg and Silva. Andre Silva is actually pretty pretty solid. Uh, although across 21 matches, only seven goal contributions is not fantastic. And then you have Timo, who's really he's actually probably one of Leipzig's best players with 33% of their goal contributions, but it's not fantastic. And then on the other hand, I think Holland is a Manchester City crutch. I think that Holland has been nothing but a impedance on Manchester City's productivity. I can see that. Because the issue is, it is similar to what Ronaldo did at Manchester United. They've taken a big name. Sure, he's scored a lot of goals, but I honestly think that if you took any, any, you know, like if you took Martin Braithwaite and chucked him in the Manchester City's striker spot, he'd probably score 15 goals a season. Yeah. But the issue is you you have to adjust to Manchester City's playing style, and I don't think he has done that very well, and it's shown, especially later on. Also, I think that uh, if you took Erling Holland off of that lineup, they probably wouldn't be winning as much either because they're all just giving the I don't agree with that. Oh, you don't think they'd be? I do not think that. I think Manchester City would be winning more. I honestly do. Then why is Holland scoring so much? Is he just keeping the ball? Because he has he, Kevin De Bruyne in the midfield. That, and he's just, he's scored, <laughs> once again, Erling Holland has basically done what Ronaldo did, but better, technically. Just in that, he, well, he scores a lot of tap-ins, and I think he scores penalties, too. He's taken some penalties. But out of the, what is it, 22 <coughs> goals? 26. 26 goals he scored. I'd argue half of those were easy to score. I mean, half of them were definitely hard goals to make, but a lot of them were probably easy. I also think that they were forced into him. It was not smooth. That's what they're struggling with. Holland's ball touches, if you watch Manchester City play, he might get 20 ball touches a game, but it's what he does with those ball touches that makes him such a great player. At the same time, I think if you have a Sergio Aguero, I mean a Harry Kane, if you have somebody who can sit off the ball, distribute and move, because Holland is good off the ball in that he can bully defenders but at the same time he can't really do much other than bully defenders and sprint at on at goal he's not shifty like a Riyad Mahrez or a Phil Foden which is another blow that they've taken and losing Raheem Foden. Sterling to Chelsea that too oh man ah, just when you look at Manchester City's lineup Grealish Mahrez Holland Gundogan, Rodri, Silva, Ake, Akanji, Diaz, Walker, Ederson. They play in a 4-4-3. It's an inverted triangle, I believe, with Raji playing more defensive, Gundogan and Silva more attacking. The fact that De Bruyne isn't even in the lineup is kind of confusing. I wanted to say, I saw a post that they benched Kevin De Bruyne. Uh, yeah, Is that really true? He's been, uh, needless to say, pretty uh, lackluster. Yeah, that's correct. I saw that what they said. A lot of posts said that it proves that no man is higher above than Man City. Well, that's what I love about Guardiola is that is exactly what his um, philosophy is. He doesn't really care like what your person, like who you are. Right. He just wants what's best for the team. Well, I want to say that my final score for that game is going to be a two-win. Uh, a two to one win for Man City in the first leg, and that concludes those two games because those are the only two that haven't been played yet. I have three nil, uh, RB Leipzig. Three nil, RB. Yep. Are they playing at Leipzig? 
That was a great question. If it's the Etihad, I will definitely have to change that. It's for the Etihad. I'm saying if it's at the Etihad, 3-0 Man City. I still take Leipzig, probably 1-0. 1-0 at Etihad, 3-0 at Leipzig Stadium. I wouldn't mind seeing Leipzig win. I don't think City Honestly, wins this lineup. I might have to change it up because recently. Yep, it's at Etihad. Okay. Etihad, okay, so definitely not 3-0. I think 1-0 Leipzig. I think yeah. it's going to be 2-1 Man City. I mean, Man City did tie to Nottingham Forest. Which, if you don't know, is a not very good team. They signed something like seventy new players, In which Nottingham? is yeah. Don't they? They uh, they have uh, Kaylor Navas now. Yep. No, they don't. Yep, yeah, they, they have Kaylor Navas, Navas now. Oh, good lord! I and mean, now, it's a washed-up Kaylor Navas, all uh, things considered. But I really mm, wish that Jesse Lingard would get. I just, I, I think he's really talented. Uh, when it comes to another Deli Alley figure, he just didn't work hard enough. Yeah, Deli Alley. I don't. I've not, I haven't heard of Deli Alley in like. He's at Besiktas in Turkey. I have no clue what that is. Who I've never heard of that team before. Yeah. Uh, basically, what happened was under Jose Mourinho, they just didn't agree because he wouldn't work for the team. Yeah. What he? What happened to him at Everton? Did they just, you know, not just not no productivity. It's it's one of those uh stories. He'll probably come back because Dybala had the same thing happen. I am of the opinion that he is going to go through a transformation at Besiktas, similar to how Lorius Carius is with Newcastle. He's gone on loan. Didn't he? Didn't he play for Liverpool and the those? Two? Yes, he's the reason they lost to Real Madrid. Ugh. But he's going to get to play in the FA Cup. Whoever the whatever final Newcastle. Yeah, Carabao. Okay. Uh, well, uh, I do have to say, I wish... Uh, what happened to Benteke? Does anyone know? Not a clue. Okay, just curious. Anyway, we will be talking about this more as the tournament goes on. Uh, I just want to say we thank you guys so much. God bless, and we will see you on the other side.